0: Sounding board: The podcast that these days is less about free trade, free markets, and free speech, and more about lockdown lunacy, wouldn't you say, Nick?
1: Yes, unfortunately. Um, w- earlier on in the year, we we tried to keep off of talking about it all the time, uh, and then we realised it was only a- the only game in town. A bit like Brexit. Yeah, and we obviously thought it would be all over by now, even even we even when. I suppose there is a moment we've we've looked back at the the podcast that we did in the middle of summer where I was properly pilled and I was I span it up into years, which is, is happening pretty much as I've been predicting, which I didn't want it to. But certainly earlier on the year we thought it would be it'd be all done by now. They would have uh, uh, declared victory and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, we are sat here now in Tier Four, and we are very much breaking the rules. And in fact, so we live in Peterborough. Yep. Uh, and we're, we're we're right on the edge of the piece. We're uh, right, in, right, right on the fence, and uh, about right, about five
0: hundred yards from from tier two.
1: Yes, so we can walk. We could walk right now, and within five minutes, be in tier two.
0: Be in a pub in tier two.
1: Absolutely. With a, with a uh, well, that you could argue that's our local pub. Yeah, it, which is it's country.
0: certainly our closest pub.
1: Yeah. So uh, that that that's just nonsense. But the rest of um, the rest. Well, until today, today there was more announcements, more stuff's going into tier two in on, on Boxing Day. But here we are on Christmas Eve Eve, and Peterborough stands alone <laughs> compared to the rest of the regions that have been put into tier four. And as you say, we border on tier two, we border on tier three as well. But, you know, in order to go anywhere, you've got to go into tier two and into tier three. Not that we're supposed to be going anywhere. <laughs> But the, but the first thing I want to point out was just the lunacy of, well, there's this new mutant variant, and look, it's spreading through the southeast, and Peterborough. And Peterborough? Well, how did it get to Peterborough? I mean, it, it is nonsense. You said lunacy. It
0: is all nonsense. Well, the, the, the idea that... So, just because it was discovered first in Kent... Doesn't mean that it was from Kent. I mean, that, that there's a massive assumption that that everybody everywhere can identify these things. Yeah. And within five minutes, we'd all know whether that it was a new a new variant or not. That's utter rubbish. I mean, if you look at if you look at some of the you're behind the curve. There's already another new variant
1: from South Africa.
0: Oh yeah, but I heard about <laughs> that. I heard about that earlier today. But if you look at, um, I mean, this so this new new variant is supposed to be. Uh, you know, more infectious or easier to pass on. Yeah. Uh, I've also heard that it's sli- its probably slightly uh, less damaging, which is good. Which but tends, that's tends what to happen.
1: Happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Viruses—they want to survive. But and, if you look at if you look at Germany,
0: for example, they've had massive spikes, and France and other countries. That's probably the same. It's probably this this new virus has probably come from them. I imagine they had it first. Almost certainly.
1: What I was, was quite, quite amazing. amazing was that. Um, we were all round um, our, our brother's, brother number three's house on Saturday, on the one, so we we were breaking the rules on the one and only day that we were put into tier three, so again there's the history of our region here in Peterborough, we were in tier one before the November lockdown, came out immediately into tier two, and then within days Put into tier three but I, 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 I think I'm right in saying that we literally only had one day or three days or something stupid tiny tiny amount of time in tier three we didn't
0: have much time in tier two tiers two or three
1: no no uh, before being put into tier, tier four um, and so we we found it out while we were all you know gathering in a in a private dwelling or whatever the terms are <laughs> because we've just we're just so done with it now aren't we because uh, I know we've said that we have ignored the rules or broken the rules in the past, but you, you mean it, it? It is different now compared to March and April, even in our behaviour, wouldn't you? would you agree? You know, we, we we were we weren't going about our lives as normal then, and but even though there's an awful lot similar right now to then, we're. Much more acting. We're acting much more normally. Yeah, the, for sure. Uh, I mean, so, so for,
0: for one for one thing, in March, I mean, we. So I know we did look at who was who was kind of catching it, who was dying yeah. from the from the disease, and uh, it was predominantly old people. So we we kind of thought that was the case, but you're never 100 percent sure. So we're always we perhaps a little bit more careful, certainly around mum and dad, yeah, um, than, than, than we are now. But there were things that I was worried about about your kids. I was worried coming around here and. Picking them up and giving them a hug, and then and them, you know, you know, saying something at school and getting into trouble or whatever.
1: And that was the major, that was the major. Well, I mean, you say going to school, they obviously didn't go to school in the first no, but portion you didn't. of it at all, but no, absolutely. We the, the concern was, was when you, when you in any way, shape, or form mixed with others, are they going to rat on you? Uh, and that's and that's just, yeah, it's just, just kids. Being honest, is not it? Well, yeah. it? Yeah,
0: and it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't a concern with the kid saying. It was a, the kid saying something, and not me getting in trouble because I don't care. No. it was them getting into trouble. Yes.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. But, th- but this has been the problem all along, isn't it? And, and it's the same whether you're talking about masks or um, you know, gathering in a house or, or whatever. Sure. I think. I think a, a lot. A, there is a chunk of people. I certainly won't put any figures on it or percentages. There is a chunk of people I think that would that would break those rules more. Basically, if they could get away with it, if they felt they could get away with it, if they, if they felt that it wasn't going to be seen, it's like the, the, the opposite of a virtual signal. They, 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 they needed to make sure that they, they didn't stick out above above the crowd. Um, so we're in tier four, and I have already traveled into tier two, then into tier three, in order to go to uh, a lovely stately home with, um, with a Christmas light show. So we went to Belton House in Lincolnshire, uh, just north of Grantham. So a trip up the A1 for us. Uh, and last year, I think, well, I, in fact, I think it was this year, in January this year, so after Christmas last year, we went to Belton House with the family. And, uh, and then there was all, these, um, all this paraphernalia up, all, this, all these lights and stuff up. But we went during the day. And it turned out that they'd spent loads of money on this kind of extravaganza. Of Christmas lights, uh, and that you you pay extra and you come in the evening and you, you you see it all. So we decided, you know, a year ago that we wanted to do that this year. Obviously, as it got closer, we're thinking, well, maybe it's not going to happen at all. But then, before all the tier system and everything, and uh, before the November lockdown. They announced it was going to happen, so we booked our tickets, and I kind of wrote off the money there and then. You know, it's like I, if we don't get it back or if we don't go, that's just that's just the way but it is. It's but worth it. it's worth but a punt. It, but it's worth a punt, and certainly I think these tickets will get snapped up because because of all the the nonsense about the numbers, the numbers of people that they let into these places now are much much smaller because of keeping people away from each other and cohorts and nonsense like that. So it's like we'll, we'll definitely book uh, when it got announced we we're going into tier three. Then I think they were in tier two. whatever, whatever it was, we were going to be breaking some rules going there anyway. Uh, then it gets to tier four, and we thought, oh, we're just going to go. We're just going to go anyway. What are they going to do? Put a roadblock on the A1 and stop people and check people? I mean, we were prepared. We thought, well, what if? What if they are checking people's addresses as they come into Belton House, as they as they come into the grounds? They they, they might do that. But then we thought, hang on a minute, we've booked the tickets. They do know our address because we've booked the tickets and we've had to pay for them on a credit card. They've they've got our our details. They sent an email the day before saying, "Um, if you live in Tier 4 and you haven't used your ticket, then you'll get a refund. And so we thought, well, hang on a minute,
0: is that them? It's a bit don't ask, don't tell, isn't it? Yes,
1: that's what I thought. So we went. Well, that's fine. Let's go then. We had an absolutely lovely time. This is this is the most Christmassy thing we have done. It was it was it was absolutely great. I'd, I'd recommend it. Um, Were there many people there? Uh, loads of people. I mean, it's, masks.
0: Because oh. presumably a. Can I just say
1: the nice things first? <laughs> I would recommend it to everyone. It, look, it's the National Trust, so there is a lot of nonsense, but they had a fairground. There as well. They well, they had various fairground rides that we went on, and they had stalls with food and things as well. the The trail itself, uh, very, very directed, very guided. You are, you are, you are, you are staying on a track, uh, and it's, yeah, it's one way. Uh, and but the thing is, you'd kind of expect it to be like that anyway. Um, and some of the rules that they were—this is what I'm going to get to—some of the rules that they were kind of constantly shouting at you with. May make some sense. Like, for example, if you're taking photographs, you stand on the right. If you're passing, go on the left. There are th- rules like that where you go. Well, that just makes sense, and yeah, you need to tell people this stuff because if they don't know when they're going in, then there're gonna be blockages. And so stuff like that is is about being polite.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's like you know you go into you go into some of the super supermarkets now and uh, or shopping centres. They've got one-way systems. Yeah, I t- I don't. Ha- I don't have anything against one-way systems per se. They make sense. If we're going to Ikea, they make perfect sense to have a one-way system. Where doesn't in gonna... a supermarket, but it doesn't. It doesn't in a supermarket.
1: No. Uh, well, this was about seeing all of the, all of the different attractions, all of the different light shows and things. You know, they had. Sure. They had lasers and they had um, uh, lights going to music and fire, and they had they had all sorts of stuff. So yeah, it was about seeing everything. And they, you know, as I say, they created the track. It was really good. The kids loved it. Uh, which is the main thing, and it felt really, really Christmassy. Now I'm not exaggerating here. Every five minutes, there's an employee stood behind one of the barriers, saying to every single group that's going round, "Make sure you keep a uh, yeah two metres distance from uh, from from you know the party in front of you." Stay on the right if you want to, stand on the right if you're taking the photo, stand on the end. Yeah, pass on the left and Merry Christmas. In, in some order, Merry Christmas always at the end. But bearing in mind these employees have said this 50,000 times that day, certainly the Merry Christmas sounds very hollow, because they're just saying, and have a very Merry Christmas at the end. No, none of them were saying it like they meant it, but there was something about stay away from each other and have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> that just I mean it, it became it became quite comical but the f- after the first five times you kind of going you, in fact we rewind first couple of times you're like oh, oh, oh thanks for right. asking you just kind of acknowledge it because you're being polite and then you realise oh no they're not going away they're, they're continuing with this they still think that halfway through this trail that I'm still going to forget that I should be keeping away from people so they say it again, and they say it again, and they say it again. So by the 10th time, you really want them to shut up. And that's about the point, certainly for me, that's about the point where I was like, no, I just need to, I need to tune it out now. And that's the point where I started actively ignoring them. So as before, I might look at one of them, or I might acknowledge them, I might nod, I might do something that you would do as a human being. By, by time number 10 or time number 15, i just ignoring them. Like because, and it's, it's it's not their fault per se because they're just doing their job. <laughs> but I don't want to I don't want to give them any I don't want to give them anything at this point. Keep away from each other and have a merry Christmas. I mean, I really wanted to say some words that I wouldn't want to repeat now. They, I I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say probably around 25 times throughout that trial. I mean, isn't that? just ridiculous. So after
0: after the twenty fourth time, they still weren't sure that you, you got it. Yeah. So they need to tell you the twenty fifth time. But
1: this is the other thing I want to say is when when you're outside, when you're in a when something like this it's only when it's one way, you naturally keep away from it. None of us were huddled up together. You're not crowding out. It's the it's the polite thing to do, to wait your turn. I mean it's it's quite an English thing to do, isn't it? And well, we're pretty we're pretty good at queuing in Britain. We love queues. Ooh. We love the queues.
0: So uh, yeah, te- 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 teaching a, a Briton how, how to queue is just is ridiculous. Just,
1: just nonsense. But anyway, I just want to tell you there's, so there's we, still get
0: that off your chest. I want to get
1: it off my chest. I mean, they they also had. I mean, they had projectors and things with like snowflakes and things. Sure. But they also had projectors with, you know, two people and two meters between them and stuff like that. So they they, they peppered. The light show with their with their messages and stuff the as well. Propaganda. Well, that and the um, they had they had some wooden reindeers that had been painted by I don't know various groups of kids or whatever. But you know one of them was a rainbow reindeer with the NHS written on it. And it's just like, what the Set hell? Fire to it. What the, I would have loved to. <laughs> I would have loved to. Uh, but yeah, so that so far Tier Four has been good to me because I escaped it and I came back. I haven't been to our local Tier Two pub.
0: Um, I mean I haven't been I haven't been to a pub since probably March I think so I have been a few times uh, I just, uh, I, just don't, I don't want the hassle with of, the work colleague. of having to you know put down a fake name register you know that I've, that I've been there queue, queue up and, and or you know not order a pint of the bar I just want to go and relax and chill so, out and
1: so I've met so I've met my my business partner um when he stayed um uh, stayed in a hotel and and when we've gone to um, an adjoining pub a couple of times but it's really not been that fun an experience and that's what you're getting at sure uh no queues because there's no one there so there is zero atmosphere and the first time i went there were there were no mandatory masks but you needed to wait to be seated and you couldn't move around and they would come to you and I take your order and all that kind of stuff Um, and there was literally a person standing by a billboard at the door saying wait here to be served and all this kind of stuff. I literally just marched past. They didn't know what to do. I just marched past them, went into the pub had a look around, found the person I was meeting, and went and went and sat down with them. While while the you know, the staff are just going, what 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 do we do with this person? What do, do? what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And then eventually they come over and they take your order. And so actually for me that was rather easy, <laughs> but I did need the confidence to just go in and yeah, and, and not I just
0: I just want to I just to stand at a bar and order a pint and just chat to my mates. Exactly. I don't, I don't have to sit down. I don't
1: take. I, I don't go to a pub for table. You don't service. go to a pub for table service. Um, You've seen my photo, haven't you? Yeah, um, with
0: you got the mask with the chips, is it chips or peanuts
1: or something? Peanuts. peanuts. So that was the last time we went. Yeah. It was all masks and they would refused my business partner at entrance because he didn't even have a mask, obviously. And, um, uh, and eventually someone from the hotel got got him a mask and he didn't wear it, he just waved it at someone and said, look here you go, I've got a mask and they waved in. I went in. He didn't say he was exempt? No. No. Um, I, I went in uh, and uh, and they challenged me on masks, whatever. Told them I had one in my pocket when I didn't, uh, and then made me sign in on the you know the register and all this kind of stuff. So William Gates again on the uh, <laughs> on the on the list, um, and uh, and then yeah they they rather than give you a nice little bowl of nuts yeah for the table. They just like chucked a couple of bags of bags of peanuts, but they're like those long bar ones that uh, they're yeah. not really they're not really for showing They They are they're for tipping into your hand. No, for tipping to your mouth or for tipping into your <laughs> mouth. Exactly. Um, and so we're there with these couple of bags of nuts. It's oh, this is ridiculous. And I'm like, ah, I've got a, I've got a use for this mask now. Finally, um, uh, maybe we can make the image of this. Yeah, sure. The, the podcast <laughs> one. Um, so I, I I opened up the mask nicely as a nice little bowl on the table. Tipped it, had it full of nuts, um, so finally, finally found the use, and that that that's become an image, an iconic image for me of of twenty twenty, pint in the background, my whiskey, and a and a makeshift bowl of nuts. Yeah,
0: um, I mean the, the, the idea that you're supposed to, I mean, so apparently now if you're having a meal or a drink or whatever, you're supposed to wear your mask, pull it down, have a drink, put it back up again immediately afterwards. So between sips of a drink, you're supposed to be taking. Totally is that
1: seriously what the guidance is now? It's, it's, does, its does any i i really do you know what i wish I really truly wish that the polling companies could actually do polls and and tell us what people did did think about these things because they're they're as much propaganda as the as the media as far as as far as I'm concerned you see these numbers and they are they just they have to be wrong don't they <laughs> I mean, they just—they just have to be, and yet I'd love to know what really people think. How stupid
0: is. people actually
1: are. Well, but the—but the, but the I, I want to know whether um, they do believe this stuff, or again, they are doing it because they don't want to stick their head above the parapet, um, or they, you know, they're doing it for an easy life. We've mm-hmm. talked about this before in terms of masks uh, just not wanting to have to, have to be challenged and know mm-hmm. what to say and all this kind of stuff. Um, I really, I really wish we could. I really wish we could find out. Um, but the polling companies don't do that.
0: No, no, no. Of course not. Um, and it, depends, it would have to be—it would have to be an online poll as well to get any kind of ne- near and accurate answer. Um, what, what tends yeah. to happen is that if you speak to somebody on the phone, you're more likely to lie to them to, to tell them what you think they want, whatever the prevailing narrative is of the time. Yeah. You're more likely to say that to a, a yeah. pollster on the phone than you are on on the internet. Yeah.
1: Um, but if you've seen, you seen the. Uh, uh, the thing about the, f- the French study of the air in corridors and in toilets—I think it was no. in some French hospitals—oh, No. Oh, hugely high percentages of, uh, of of coronavirus in the air in hospital corridors. And so, this this is the whole point. It's airborne. It's airborne. And so, you know, you. You just have to go in and into a. You just need to go outside on a cold day and breathe, and see what's happening to your breath. Well, just
0: watch. Just watch someone smoking. See how far it goes. Yes. More than two
1: metres. Exactly.
0: And, and obviously if you're wearing a mask. Then it just funnels it in different directions. Well, no, it's not just funneling it, it's turbocharging it because it, <laughs> because there's not as much, you know, the if you think of pressure, it's, not it's putting your to. finger yeah. over over the end of a hose. Yeah. It's like doing that with your mask and it's gonna be jetting out so the, the guy standing next to you is gonna get a, like, a short shot seen... of SARS-CoV-2 right in the right yeah. in the kisser.
1: I've seen I've seen a study um that looked at and this is way before all this that looked at um, surgical masks in use in surgeries. Um, oh, are you are you reaching for the podcast um, whiskey? Yeah,
0: I, I, I know we we're going to have this a bit later, but I uh, you, you mentioned you mentioned having a whiskey earlier. So. Yeah, this is this is from from Lord Biddable. I bought the podcast oh, scotch. So excellent
1: podcast scotch. Thanks, thanks, Paul. Thank you once again. Um, yeah, I've seen I've seen a study that um, that looked at putting um, putting a substance on the inside of a surgical mask for, uh, for, the, for the wearer, okay, Right. and then they looked to see if they could find it in patient cavities while they were doing operations. Okay, so they put something that they could identify and they put it on the inside of a mask, made them wear the mask and then see, after the operation, see if they could detect it in patient cavities and they could. And I find that I find that fascinating. I find that absolutely fascinating. But at the same time, it, it, it fits with what we're you know we're talking about. Um, you know, just the act of breathing, talking, whatever. You are displacing particles. You're you're having them circulate out and around. Uh, yeah, it, it's not you. You look at the you know you just have to watch outbreak <laughs> to know what you should be wearing to try and avoid getting a virus.
0: Well, yeah. So I I, um, I remember I, I tweeted kind of months ago saying I, I can't wait for the the remake of Outbreak where instead of hazmat suits, they just wrap t-shirts around their faces. Yeah. It's just yeah. ridiculous. And this is it.
1: It's every single study, that e- even the ones that are inconclusive or whatever, okay, they're all based on some form of medical mask. There's not been a single study, to my knowledge, on pieces of cloth. Bits of t shirt bits of neoprene. Those ones, they look horrible, don't they? The ones that, like the... Horrible black neoprene ones. I mean, they can't be nice to breathe through.
0: Well, they're not nice when you have to wear them because you've got an injury. Close to your you skin. Know, you kind of you yeah.
1: sweat too much
0: and yeah, horrible.
1: So they they must be creating the worst atmosphere next to your face. You think so? A, yeah. a, a really warm, moist one.
0: I mean, I, yeah, it, it, it's it's yeah, it's horrible. button um, nonsense I, I, I did, I've, I've discovered a, a new form of privilege. Oh, go on. Um, oh, cheers. By probably, yeah, your health, by the way. Um, yeah, so this is I was uh, somebody sent me a video uh, or kind of linked me a video uh, where a woman was in Tesco's or somewhere like that, um, and she was being harangued by first one guy uh, and then like a group of people were haranguing her for not wearing a mask. Right. She's saying, "I'm exempt. I don't need to wear a mask." Yeah. And they kept on her saying, "Well, why are you exempt?" She's like, "Are you? This, it's illegal for you to ask me this." Yeah and but she, she was either she was videoing it or somebody next to her was videoing yes and the main guy who was haranguing her had a mask over his gob not on his nose not on his nose yeah, yeah. you know yes. it's, yeah. But, and, and I've seen a few of these videos now um, and I've I've never been approached about this yeah and I think there's probably there's a so pe- people don't approach me because I'm 6 foot 2 14 mm. stone and I'm a skinhead Mm. <laughs> so there's the there's six foot two fourteen stone skinhead privilege, in that people, oh, people aren't going yes. to harangue me, but they're quite happy to, to harangue a young lady, yeah. or someone who's weak, or feeble, or elderly, or whatever. You, yeah. Whenever you see these videos yeah. of people getting harangued, they're not people who are like you and me. Um, and I just think that's really awful how the, the only yeah, people yeah. that are picked on are the ones who are, seem to be a little bit weak, you know, picking, picking on women. It's just it's it's so.
1: Awful. So you've you've discovered an an extra privilege for for the likes of you and I. Yes. On, on top of on being top of everything. white male, <laughs>
0: heterosexual. Yeah, um, yeah, the the lot. We've got we've got we've got the whole the whole shebang. The whole gamut. <laughs> but no, Excellent. this but, you know, joke, joking aside though. It's you know it, it's awful that you know that you and, and I right, can, can right. walk into a shop and I know <sighs> nobody is going to have a word with me.
1: So did you see? Uh, I mean, I'm off, I'm off social media. I'm off of all media. I'm having I'm having a Christmas hiatus, and I'm, I'm, I really do want to actually try and break the habit com- completely. Um, uh, it's not that I don't enjoy going on going on Twitter, um, but it it becomes too much, doesn't it? Uh, and it and it ramps up, and so um, I'm, I'm off I'm off all of it at the moment. But, did you see, I mean, could have been pushing a week ago now, it was the BBC health editor or whatever. I mean, so so he should have known better. Hugh Pym or someone? Hugh Pym. Yeah. Uh, uh, He was... Someone had got at him because he had, in his words, politely asked um, someone why they weren't wearing a mask. And he was asking, you know, his Twitter followers, you know, what... Am I might bad that. might, yeah, yeah. What's what's going on here? And yes, again. yes, you are. Yeah, yeah. But why? I can't remember who, who I saw that had that retweeted or replied or something, making the point. If because he was he was making out like it was the right thing to do, like it was the it was you know, the correct thing to do. If that's the case, then bearing in mind that uh, non-mask wearers are in a teeny teeny tiny minority. So let's say you walk into a supermarket where there are 40 or 50 other people and you're the only one not wearing a mask. Should you expect every single one to of them you? Yeah, sure. to ask you, how, how do people not think that through? Or is it just they are not thinking? They are not thinking. But is it, right, so this guy is, I, I'm using the term journalist here, but, you know, propagandist. Is it, is it willful? Is it, is it? Is it idiocy? I'm willing to believe that these people are actually that intelligent. I, yeah, I think Just because they've got on TV. I think really with, with
0: with BBC journalists, it, it could quite easily be an intelligence thing. I don't think they're particularly bright.
1: Yeah, um. but that I found I found absolutely shocking. Um, changing tax slightly, after the um, so the bin announcements, the bin announcements today. It's Christmas Eve Eve, and now a whole host of places are being added to tier four. But well, basically, the
0: whole of the southeast is is is, is purple now, isn't it? Not
1: uh, is that the colour they, they use? Purple is bad. Is, yeah. Oh, right, purple okay. purple is the, I thought uh, purple was a symbol of power and all that. And then, okay. Well, obviously not. Probably not since Ukip. Oh, right. They're trying to make it make it bad. Okay.
0: <laughs> I like, well, like in fire maps <laughs> in fire maps as well when with well, what is a heat map? Heat map. That's why it's purple. a heat
1: Purple map. is the, Purple is really hot. Yeah. It's hotter than red. And then black. After well, that'll be after
0: next. That. That'll be tier five or six or whatever.
1: I mean, I loved, I loved that tier ten was trending before tier four was even announced. That was like in a couple of hours before I checked Twitter and tier ten was trending, which I thought was funny. Um, but so rather you know, we had a number of hours notice. We, it was announced late on Saturday, and we were in tier four by that midnight that night. My
0: well, my mate, one of my best mates. Yeah. Um, was due to fly to dubai the day after right and he got the news on the way to heathrow
1: right so when was he due to fly he was due to fly early the next morning which would have then been technically i looked at the si it didn't come in until 7am
0: yeah he had like a a 9am flight right okay so he was just and he was trying to get he was trying to get a flight Beforehand, yeah, sorry, like, if, I, if I can get one, I just be, need to get out of here, yeah. If I, if I can get somewhere else, but it was obviously everyone
1: was trying to do that, and it was like carnage at Heathrow. And I've he, seen the photos, see the photos of um, St Pancras Station, that's the oh, yeah, yeah, but it yeah. was so there, well, there, there were people
0: trying to get out of the country. There, were, he was he was he booked himself into a hotel just to have an easy you know, just to, so he can go straight across the road because yeah, I think these days you have to be four hours before you fly. It. Oh, like, yeah, international hours. stuff is like, crazy, four hours yeah. so. Um, Stops all those terrorists. <laughs> yeah. So he, he he just he didn't want to get up at like you know like one in the morning or whatever to drive. So he's like, I'll book a hotel with my family. So he kind of put, So he checked into the hotel. There were people crying because they're not going to be able to get home and or you know and all sorts. And he's he's trying to work out if he can actually go or not. He's like, what is the law? Yes. And he, and the the reason that he couldn't do it was because his insurance will be invalidated. Right. And he's he like, the reason I go on holiday is so I can relax. If I'm worried yes. about not having, you know, holiday or you insurance, not I'm not going to relax. So no. He's like, you know what, let's bin it off. So they just kind of stayed overnight and, and then kind of drove home. Was it family? Later. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. The, the, they, they've normally been announcing things and giving you, I mean, they, they normally trail it with at least a week and then they make an announcement and give you three or four days, which in many respects, is is daft because it. What normally happens? Yeah, you know, we're closing the pubs in three days. What does everyone do for the next three days? Go down the pub. So it encourages people in a way to um, to do the very thing that you're not going to be able to do after a certain day. This time, this was the quickest, wasn't it? This was you know four well, o'clock like in the four afternoon, four in the afternoon, yeah, and from, from midnight. And yeah. they said midnight, even though technically they didn't get the law in. Uh, the regulation in place until seven a.m., um, but yeah, scenes scenes in London were. Uh, but uh, this is where the, the I don't know, if it's arrogance or stupidity or whatever. But you know, Matt Hancock the next day, Chris Whitty, all saying, you know, these people should have stayed put. Oh
0: yeah, irresponsible behaviour. Irrespons- I, I, I saw <sighs> lots of lots of people tweeting and saying. This is why we're in this mess in the first place, and they should have shut the these trains people, down at three thirty before they made
1: the announcement. These people didn't live in London. Like, I know. they were trying. They- these people had gone to London for the weekend, and went, "Oh, well, I'd better go now." Then, I mean, that's not irresponsible. That's not stupid. That's. That's practical and reasonable. No, Otherwise, where am I going to
0: live? What, what, what are you expecting these people to do? To, to, to book a hotel, which they probably can't even do now, yeah. um, and then stay there for a month or have a long Tier However 4 However long lasts? Tier 4
1: lasts, because you can't leave a Tier 4 area. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Utter, utter nonsense. Yeah, utter, utter nonsense. So now we've got the next announcement, and they've given people a bit more notice this time. Um, they've gone until Boxing Day. Got a few days. Albeit... I mean, anyone in anyone now in a tier four area could quite rightly be going, "Oh, so they get to have their Christmas day in their three household bubble then?"
0: And, and their notice, and their warning,
1: and their warning, and all this. So, it's just it's just as nonsense. But the these these kind of the the announcements that more was going to happen. There's obviously stuff happening with secondary schools. God knows whether the. Um, the primary schools are going to open in the normal way. We're, we're preparing, we're ready for homeschooling in January.
0: Have you, heard, have you heard what Matt Hancock said? I think it was today. I heard about it today. No, what's that? Um, so they, they're asking about kind of, yeah, kind of going, yeah, going back to normality. And he said, you know what? I'm, I'm, oh, 2022. I'm pretty confident that by
1: 2022 <laughs> we'll, we'll have things back to normal. Can I just say three weeks to flatten the curve? Every time they've given us a date, it's been a longer period of time, and that's on top of all the other dates that have passed, isn't it? Three weeks, three months, summer, autumn, Christmas, 2021, now it's 2022. Well,
0: speaking speaking of flattening the curve, there still aren't any anybody in these nightingale hospitals. No. Nope. Lots of them are completely but empty.
1: Say the NHS, build a nightingale hospital, don't use it. Anyway... <laughs> The point I wanted to make, well, the question I wanted to ask you. You can predict a lot of this stuff, what's going to happen, and certainly um, the benefit of hindsight now with all the other promises that have been broken. And I don't want to talk about the fact that you could define this as torture, you know, promising someone something, dangling it in front of them, and then taking it away at the last minute. I mean, that's, that's proper abusive partner stuff, isn't it? But the, the idea that you can kind of preempt this, and you can plan for it. We have a, we have we have a sage committee and nerve tag. There are epidemiologists. There are people who study epidemics and people who study viruses and all this kind of stuff. I feel like and I'm and becoming
0: modelers who are now, oh yeah, now yeah, back yeah. Again.
1: But I feel like I'm becoming quite the expert now in the prediction of what, um, of what the government scientists and the politicians might do next, and so. In the same way that you've got people predicting what the virus might do next, we need a term for we the study of what government will do next. We need to model model government intervention. Well, I mean, we might not need to model it, but we certainly need to um, have a committee, I think. I mean, it should start with you and I. We could certainly write a better
0: computer program to model these things. Um, I bet then, it would be more accurate and oh, predicting. Course it would. Of course it would. And it would come out with the same result twice if you put in the same data. <laughs>
1: That would be more useful. I could guarantee guarantee that. That would be more useful. Would it just always say lockdown?
0: Yeah, lockdown. Close the schools. Tyranny. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But we almost need we need a term for it because now, you know, that's what you have to do. You don't have to because the virus, the virus, isn't to blame for all of this because this isn't the 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 cause. What we've been going through since May is all government related. We don't need to look at case numbers, we don't need to look at PCR tests, we don't even need to look at deaths, because the people who are dying at the moment are not dying of Covid in the main. They are dying of other respiratory illnesses, they're dying of old age, yes some of them are going to be dying of of contracting SARS-CoV-2, but you know, we heard of someone um, uh, today, uh, uh, so someone I work with, um, uh, whose friend's nan died yesterday in her nineties of pneumonia. Covid on the death certificate, another covid death. And that's, that's not the first person I've heard in the last few weeks. So I don't. I, th- those aren't the numbers we should be counting. Well, if you, if you look at the figures. It would appear that flu has just vanished. Yes, it's gone. We no longer have a flu problem. Yeah, it's it's obviously obviously every single flu death has been this virus. However many strains there are, has now been added to the mix. That's what it means by being um, endemic, rather than epidemic. And it is one of the things that will kill the old and the infirm, the frail, and it will be killing some of them. But for all the reasons you just mentioned, there'll be there'll be you know, lots of other deaths from lots of other in quotes normal things. All death is a tragedy, but if you've got to your nineties, much less of a tragedy, isn't it?
0: I, I'm just I'm interested in the number of deaths normally around this time of the year for
1: for people aged 80 and above, for example. Yeah. Well, my understanding from looking at the data I've seen is that it's about the same.
0: I think it's about the same. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, certainly, I've, I've looked over the past kind of few years. And there's always a spike in November and December. Of course, there is because it's flu season and old people and die cold of flu. Season. People die. Old people die of colds. Sure, as well. well. Yeah, so old people will be dying of the so the the most common of the common colds. I know we said this before. Yeah, is, is a, coronavirus. It's a coronavirus. Yeah, and they think that stems back from another coronavirus pandemic in the like the 1880s or 1890s or something. Yes, that was quite a serious um, coronavirus as well. And that morphed into something that was much tamer, much tamer,
1: but easier but to transmit. And that's what happens. But that still, make causes people to die. The idea that colds don't make people die, well, it's nonsense. And anything,
0: anything, when you get to eighty-five, it, ninety, exactly, can, can finish, finish you off. over the
1: edge. Yeah, exactly. But we can't count any of that stuff. So what, what, uh, what metrics do we look at in order to study? Whether or not the government's going to lock us down again next, or whether there's going to be another mask mandate, because now the art of the prediction and the model that we need to create is not based on that. I
0: think I think a lot of it will, and this this is this is where it's it's kind of surprised me a little bit because you know you know you study things like um, like Germany before. The Second World War and, and other places and yeah you know, places oh that as have, in the build up to the war the places like that. that have kind of democratically elected tyrants ah right? yes right and you think yeah how did that, you know like Italy and and other places and you think yeah. how did that you know how how did that happen yeah and and you know you, you can read Hayek and other people and it kind of explains a bit about how it's like a, a slow process and people just get kind of inched further and further forward and you you always like to think of yourself as as saying. I, I would I would I would notice that I wouldn't yes. put up with that. Yes. But, you know, for all intents purposes, the average person, and I guess the average IQ is about 100. Um, but the average by person, definition it is. Yeah, the the average person just does doesn't see it coming, and and they just eventually kind of you know vote for these you know fascists yeah. and communists and, and and what have you. Um. So you kind of I've always kind of known that it was possible. Yeah. But I didn't think that so many people would be happy with it over such a short yeah period of time.
1: Yeah. You know, six months was all it took. Is it the genius of? I say genius. It's horrible, but is it? Is it that it's something we can't possibly see? Is that is that what it is? Is it that you tell someone that it could be all around you? It could be on this surface. You could have it yourself. Like inventing the invisible enemy.
0: Yeah, and it's 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 it's, it's the invisible enemy that you don't know. Th- you don't know whether you've got it. You always may have it, yes. and you always you may be you know you may be you may be asymptomatic yourself, and you can be spreading around these germs, killing people willy nilly. Yeah. You could be if you don't do what we say, you will be a mass murderer. You'll be a murderer, and yes. it's keeping keeping people in fear. But the, what I'm leading to is, if that changes and people suddenly think, you know what, we've been locked down for five years now. Yeah, I've had enough. I'm going to go out, and if enough people stop doing it, yeah. It's unenforceable. It's like it's like when we when when I say we when Britain ruled India. Yeah. You know, the number of the number of people that they had governing over India was like half a dozen. Well, tiny. Yeah. Um, and you know, so it, it it it's you need to want to be governed, or or, yes. or just be or, or be or be afraid. You don't want to be the first one to, to kind of stand up and be afraid. I mean, and I can of you can obviously understand regular Indians not wanting to kind of come up against the British army or whatever. Um, but if enough people will just just, just disobey and just, just not follow the rules, they might think, okay, we're going to have to eat them back now, just because they're going to be forced to. I think it might come down to that.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I hope it doesn't have to end like that. Um, but I think disobedience is the right sure. is the right course. It's not protest disobedience. It's just it's doing what you and I do, which is just ignoring the rules. And that's what I, sensible. I hope sensible disobedience. Totally. Totally. but we need, to, we, need to, we need to kind of phrase to this.
0: Actually, no, Connie a phrase is using a phrase somebody else has used. We need to invent a phrase. Yes.
1: Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, just going back to what you are talking there about the, um, the the reasons why it's stuck. The reasons why it's, yeah, you can, it's easy for government to put the fear into people by saying you could be a murderer.
0: And also fear has been turned into, and I've spoken about this before, fear has been turned into a virtue. The more afraid you are, yes. the more virtuous you
1: are. Yes, that's absolutely the case. Look at me, Be-
0: I'm so scared.
1: Yeah, but that's, I'm scared because I'm protecting you, isn't it? I'm protecting everyone else, I'm protecting my loved ones. Well, that's
0: that's, that's the collectivism, isn't it? It's yeah. not about
1: you, it's about everybody else. Yes. And I made
0: this point on, you probably didn't see it because you're off Twitter now, but um, about talking about the evangelical left and personal responsibility. right. And saying
1: specifically right, evangelical left. Sure. I, right. I guess okay, the, okay. I guess the kind of
0: the, the evangelical right could be. Yeah, yeah but, but the, the point was that there's a there's there's an idea that the evangelical left don't like personal responsibility. And I've said mm. that's absolute rubbish. They love personal responsibility, they just hold you personally responsible for the whole world. <laughs> for everybody and for else. everything. <laughs> it's like they love guns as well. It's not like they hate guns, they love guns, they just want the guns on their, for their Stasi. Yeah, you know, They just want all the guns for themselves. Yes. So they love personal responsibility, but you are personally responsible. for their, not just you. But not just you, for the entire world. You know, for, yeah. or, or certainly for everyone within breathing distance, everyone in your community. <laughs>
1: breathing distance is apt now. I think it's a great observation. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't want to go completely down the rabbit hole here, but why now did it... Have they, have they done it, and did it work? Governments all over the world have done this. I don't want to. I don't want to talk specifically about coordination here, but we've had other pandemics. I mean, the, the original SARS, of which this is, you know, the sequel. We've had swine flu. We've had. Um, uh, we've even had H1N1 come back. We've had. We've had bird flu. Why? Why haven't they? I think they, the state, used another virus in in this way in order to put the controls on.
0: Well, so somebody somewhere realised that if we tell people that they are infectious before they're symptomatic, yeah, some somebody worked that out at some point and I thought this is brilliant. And so,
1: in your eyes.
0: They just worked light, that out. I think it was a light bulb moment. Someone, someone did. Someone thought about that, and then everyone else was gone. Okay, that that we're not going to question that because that fits. That, out.
1: That works. That, that, that works for us. Um, and you so, just think they didn't think about that in all of the other opportunities to have. The either they didn't years. think about it,
0: or they were waiting for um, for a virus with a period long enough for it to make a difference. So the original SARS CoV, SARS CoV one. Yeah. I think within twenty four hours you were getting symptoms, right. Whereas this is supposed to be you can you can you don't get symptoms for a few days. Again, like yeah. that could that could without wishing to sound all no. David-like,
1: no, that I, that could be invented. Well, but I mean they're talking about it being much longer than a few days, and yeah, I think I think that might be absolute nonsense. I don't, I don't know whether there's any actual scientific evidence for that.
0: I don't know. I don't know.
1: In the same way that um, I, there's there's. There's only evidence that a tiny, tiny proportion, less than one percent, of spread is asymptomatic. You know, it's it, it's, and I, and that's a rounding error.
0: You know, so there could, yes. there could be there could be wrong. Yes. They could be wrong. On that it could be wrong well.
1: on that as well. It could be. It could be nothing. Statistically insignificant. Sure. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So the chances are it's just not, not worth even considering. So yeah, is it just the genius of that? That you make it your responsibility to to protect everyone else, and
0: and we're we, we, we're giving you a, a long period of time that you can be infected for days. This is not you know it's not two yeah. hours. The super spreader argument. Yeah, you could be a super spreader for days and days, and yeah. then you get the symptoms, but it's too late. You've already killed, you know, murdered. You, you, yeah, you've already killed thirty people by by, by then, um, and they and they've passed it on to other people, and it just. I mean, if that if that were the case, we'd have had herd immunity in about three weeks.
1: Yeah. Oh, this is the other thing, isn't it? If this thing is seven times more transmissible, this new variant—fantastic—and it's been here, and it's been here since the since the autumn, and we've all got it, then, haven't we? I mean, it, it, all of this can be unpicked. Even, even in their own terms, they're wrong.
0: Yeah.
1: And I sometimes don't like using their own terms in order to take things apart, but at the same time, it can be quite powerful, can't it? To go look, even if you just use all of the numbers that they. But quite. again, they're always—it's um, they—they love a contradiction, yes. And
0: they're quite—they're exactly.
1: quite, they're quite at home
0: with it. It's like—it's like—it's like the NHS. It's you know its Shō—we've described it as Schrodinger's NHS before, and yeah. it's simultaneously the, best, the, the world. best thing in the world <laughs> and on its knees and has been since I've been alive for sure. It's probably yeah. been like that since you know since whenever. Um,
1: Schrodinger's NHS. I've forgotten about that.
0: You know, it, it's it's. It can't be. It can't be. It can't be both at once. I mean, so I've been having a go on Twitter again. You probably haven't seen this, but against the and again, this is particularly the the evangelical left um, because uh, they 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 hate private property. Yeah. Whereas my point is, the solution. Well,
1: yeah. Apart from in in the hands of an elite. I mean, this is what you can. You can put some exceptions.
0: When, When you when you say an
1: elite. They're quite happy for them to, themselves, to own everything and distribute it accordingly. Someone yeah. has to own stuff.
0: Yeah, no, no. They, they want it owned by the state. They just want to be the, the, the stewards
1: of the state. They say that. That means they want to own it. But anyway, yeah, I, I, I'm splitting hairs. You know, the, the traditional leftist hates... They certainly don't want rank and file to own private property. Yeah,
0: so... Let, let me finish. So the left, the left hate. Let's just assume that the left hate private yep, property. Yep, okay. yep. They're, they're not hypocr- all hypocrites. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy win, isn't it? Yeah, to yeah, say but the the left, let, so the yep. left hate private property, and and, and some a lot of them do. Lots of them generally the, the dumb ones, generally do. Yeah, you know, the ones who are easily led, the useful idiots. Yeah, you know they, they, they don't want to see any private property at all. They want it all, all, you know, run by the state. Yeah. So I made the point of well, if you if you want you know, mask laws and, you know, social distancing and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Surely the best way to do that is for private property and to ally yourself with like-minded individuals. Because otherwise, what's going to happen when the next time, you know, a, a, a virus happens? They, don't, they again, don't... Hang on, hang on. The, the next time a virus happens in that, you know, it could be the wrong people, could be the absolutely the wrong people could be in charge then. Um... Because because lots of them are making the point that you know we're we're all murderers for not wearing masks and Boris Johnson and Matt Hancock are murderers because they're not locking down enough. You know, you see yep. I've, I've seen yep. lots of this on Twitter. Yep. and you know it's but hang on if you, they would they you would rather you would rather the wrong people be in charge of public property. Than for public pro- for the, for a square yard of public property to end up in the hands of a private individual, so you're the murderers. It, by your own standards, you're willing to sacrifice the, you know, the, the the killing of, you know, potentially tens of thousands of people because you don't want private property and 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 for people to implement the rules that you want under those private property. Private property solves everything. You know, you, there there could be areas, there could be shopping centres where you know you have to go turn up in a hazmat suit and you have to be five yards away from everybody else, you have to book your time slot, you can have all that. And then there'll be shopping centres where you and I would go to, which is absolutely normal.
1: Well, well, they don't want that. They want it for everyone. So that's that's the first thing, is because they don't want anyone to have free choice, then the only way they can see of achieving that, well, and I suppose this is the difference between the left and the right, the left think that you have to own everything, or the state has to own everything in order to enforce that, the right think you just have to create a regulation or a law. In order to for everyone to then to then conform to that, not seeing the inherent problems that
0: well, then it flips that, from from one to the other every five or uh, ten years, right?
1: But you see, again, you you can use your argument you just used there. You can use that about every single policy. Oh, for sure, absolutely, Absol- absolutely. I'm sure so good. I'm sure I have used this argument to you before, and then you've probably parroted about what I'm about to say here now, because they would rather give. They would the other side to the wrong people. they would rather have the other side have power for what they see as a limited and temporary amount of time if it means that there's still a state for them to control when they next do that's probably no, what no you matter, told me last time
0: yeah no, no matter how many people die as a consequence just, yes. just using that using yes. your terms, no matter how many die in that five or ten years you would rather give these Absolutely, according to your terms, absolutely evil people yes, the control opposite. absolutely yeah. everything yeah. just so that you can get it back in 10 or 15 years' time. But this is the same argument. And I'm, it's I'm, even I'm, worse than the leftists, particularly in Britain, because they never get in power, yeah. or, or rarely. You
1: know, The only one that's yeah. got in power in the last
0: 40 years was basically a right winger.
1: Yeah, yeah. But again, this is, this is the same as uh, uh, the arguments for expanding the role of the state, knowing that at some point your arch enemies are going to be in in charge of it at then, some
0: point in any reasonable length of time as well yeah, you know, you're, yeah, talking, yeah. you're talking within your lifetime yes. We're not talking decades we're talking a
1: few years yeah within a few years they'll they'll probably be in charge and have the the levers of power on all of the things that you yourself only wanted for yourself so yes in, even in their own terms it's entirely immoral to risk giving that power to your mortal political enemies
0: mm. yeah so I've been I've been making that point on Twitter and saying look hang on you know if if you really cared about saving lives you would want private property and you would want to ally yourselves with you know and and by all means do the leftist thing and group together and buy it all as a collective yeah. as a cooperative yeah and have your own rules within your own little area forever one, forever, one forever last... not just for five years one the... but forever
1: <laughs> one of the last tweets I saw. Was uh, uh, something like, um, "Well, we need to make sure none of them, none of the people that refuse to wear masks get a vaccine." <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, yes, that's <laughs> absolutely fine." The same, I, I, they don't see the <laughs> irony of what they're saying. Another one was, "Was well uh, can't all the people that break all the rules. Can't they all just go somewhere else?" I would love that. Put us all together, <laughs> not in a camp. <laughs> But if there was, if there wasn't, was there an, a, a region? yeah, sure. That was free. That's what we're talking about here. Yeah, we would go there. The, the Cotswolds, Cotswolds. We'll take the Cotswolds.
0: <laughs> that's that's quite nice. We'll have that. You can have everywhere I take, else.
1: I will take the shittiest part of the UK. Honestly, give me Birmingham. It's not. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't mind. This is where we find out the majority of our listeners are from Birmingham. <laughs> I'm I'm being facetious. What? Well, but honestly, I'd take a swamp, because with a free market, we would turn a swamp.
0: Oh, sure. Look at look at look look what, at Singapore. What, say, Singapore was a
1: swamp. <laughs> That's why. I, thank you for I, I teed that up for you. <laughs> we turn it and into Hong the Kong was most a, amazing. Hong Kong was a rock, basically. We turn it into an amazing yeah. trading hub. Exactly. Exactly. Look, uh, this leads me on to the final thing I want to I want to talk about, which is. I, again, I, you, know, you know I like terminology. I like talking about this. I, you know, I, I need a term for, um, for us government watchers uh, that are predicting the course of government rather than predicting the course of a virus. Because uh, I, I, government doesn't follow a Gompertz curve. Lots of things do follow a Gompertz curve. Government doesn't. It really, really doesn't. Things linger on for for way longer than they than they should. There is the long tail of government. is <laughs> very long indeed. Um, it doesn't go down. It doesn't, does it, it doesn't, yeah. really, exactly, doesn't really go down. Um, but lockdown skeptic, as a term, uh, the, even the term lockdown is a kind of catch-all term. It's not just the act of keeping you in your homes or stopping you from any business. It, it covers a whole raft of restrictions. Well, government it's mass,
0: restrictions. It's social distancing. It's the whole thing, isn't
1: it? Exactly right. But the term lockdown skeptic, and obviously the term skeptic, it's come along from other other skeptic, skeptical things like like climate change or whatever. Um, well,
0: yeah, and denier as well. Obviously, they call you as Well, don't you? well
1: exactly. Well, I like calling them immunity deniers. But anyway, anyway yeah, that's that's aside. Um, as my wife the other day said, look, for those of us. Who are informed? For those of us who have gone to seek out the information, she's like, I, I want other people to wake up, and it made me think of the term woke. It made me think of the fact that that was supposed to be in the eyes of the woke. I mean, they they don't like this. They like to distance themselves from this term now, don't
0: they? Well, yes. Yeah, so the term the term woke is only ever used disparagingly. Now, yeah, as a, as a as a term by people like
1: you and I who, are, who yeah. are mocking them, mocking them exactly. But the concept of having woken up and seeing what's really truly going on, and there's a bit of a spectrum here with this. Uh, you know, it's it, it covers everything from I think the government is doing nonsense things and people should be free to do what they like to the Great Reset and everything in between. But but those who 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 know or have woken up at some point between March and now, and go, this is all just not. This isn't to vi- This isn't to do with the virus. I, I I feel like we do need a term like woke to, 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 that is. I am not brainwashed anymore. Yeah, in so fact, it's, it's
0: almost the thing, like you and I. Someone who's unplugged themselves from the matrix, pulled out the cores yeah. in the back of their brain, and and yeah. Well, there's an
1: awful lot of simulation argument. At the moment, yeah. isn't there? But yeah, I had so just
0: just just going off on a tangent before you finish. Yeah, I had a, I had a really worrying thought um, last night. What was that? Well, it was a bit. It was I was, I was again. I was tweet. I was, I was getting a load of tweets out. You know, just before I because I'm trying to. You know, I'm going to do the cold turkey as well over Christmas. But I thought, I'll yeah, just get it all out, get it out of my system. Yeah, and I was just kind of thinking aloud a little bit, and uh, I was you know I, I was kind of mocking the evangelical left quite a bit. And, you know, woke SJWs and stuff. And, and one of them was, look, if they didn't want to be ridiculed, then we should just shouldn't be so ridiculous. <laughs> and then I had a worrying thought that what if what if they got some kind of fetish from being, for being ridiculed Oh, and we're just helping them get off?
1: They like it. They like the attention. Yeah. I mean, they are attention seekers. I love the term. I love Doug, Douglas Murray's term when somebody...
0: Um, oh, non-binary meaning, look at me.
1: Yeah, they he came. out, at, out as look as Exactly, look at he me. says they came out as "Look at me." Yeah. I think that's. I think that's genius. You think that might be? Yeah. Might be the case for these. They're just a bunch of attention seekers.
0: Yeah, so maybe we should just give them no. You know, we should just ignore them.
1: I I do like that. I do like in the same way that I was ignoring the people shouting about social distancing in a bell house. It's don't just don't give them. This isn't about not giving them airtime, so to speak. They're there, but you want them howling at the moon. Yeah. Yeah, as they should be. Well, this is, like, this is what Christian Nemitz talks well, about. They wanted to deprive
0: these mask wearers of oxygen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no.
0: The oxygen of publicity. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Not actual, real oxygen. They're doing that for They're themselves.
1: They're doing that themselves. <laughs> but this is what uh, Christian Newmans talks about, the uh, Commies should be uh, pamphleteering, uh, you know, outside a tube station. there was used to be. That was the only time we yeah. see them when I when
0: I first contracted in London, you know, yeah, yeah, fifteen or so, well, longer than that years ago. That, that was the only time we see the, the kind of trying to Corbyn thrust stuff. the morning star. Yeah, it would be the morning star. They'd be standing outside King's Cross, you know, shouting about we want our railway back. Yeah, you know, that yeah. was the only time we see them.
1: Anyway, let's let's end it here. I don't I don't have a word for this. I want I want a word to replace lockdown skeptic, but again it's not even that i want a word to describe those people who went along with it and have now gone wait a minute and have realized
0: where where do we come with that because we never went along
1: with it well yes yeah, so with with skeptics all along i mean but that that that's fine but those people who have unplugged themselves yeah
0: well, i i guess it, it, it would be nice if there was a term for everyone as well so the people who could just sit coming a mile off yeah I would still want to be included with the people who have only just woken up.
1: Have a think about it. Yeah. Um, maybe uh, maybe people can tweet the uh, sound soundboard pod. Um, yeah, because it's it's Twitter almost like someone who's, suggestions,
0: someone who's enli- enlightened. I mean, yeah, well, enlightenment
1: it's... is one of those terms, isn't it? It's a bit like woke mm. to be enlightened, but that's yeah. You know, as I say, I use the term. You know, I I I like to say I'm informed. That's. I think I've said this before on the podcast. I've got various. I've had. I've had various things to say if challenged on not wearing a mask, and that has morphed. It's evolved over time, and my latest one is no, because I'm informed. Oh, I think I said to you last. I think that, I, can I can read. Because <laughs> I can read. I think that's quite a good one. But yeah, he says in the
0: lineup of the opticians. The only time you're worried about but that was your. <laughs>
1: that was your excuse, wasn't it? No, because. I couldn't read the regulations because I couldn't <laughs> <Yeah>. see them. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's end it. Let's end it there. Um, we've we've ranted on as usual about about the coronavirus and government restrictions. Probably enough this time.
0: Yeah. Well, ho- hopefully, whoever's listening doesn't feel quite so bad because there are pe- whatever you, whatever we're calling ourselves. Yeah. Um, obviously, including our special friend in that La Resistance. resistance. Yeah. What, what, you're not the only ones out there. You're not the only ones out there. We've got there are at least at least half a dozen people listen to this podcast.
1: But <laughs> more than that now, more than that, we, we, we may not be quite back on the politics charge charts of Zimbabwe yet, but more and more people are listening to us, which is great.
0: Yeah, so you're not alone and yeah, we'll, we'll see you again next time.